Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Almost every single day of the week, except for weekends, we are here trying to clarify, codify, simplify, verify, intensify. How many other fives can I think of? Uh, your your financial life here on Talking Real Money. Hi there. I'm Don. That's Tom. Thank you all for being a part of what we do. We really do appreciate you. We do this for you. We've been doing this for you for a very, very, very long time, so we must like it. I'm Don McDonald. That guy over there, that's Tom Cock. Well, I think we do like it, and we're glad to be here basically every day to try to help you. But let's talk about oh, there's a but? recency bias. Wait, there's, there's always a, a but? but? There's a but involved here. I mean, recency bias, right? That is that nagging, awful thing we all suffer from where we see something that's happened in the not too distant past right. and we expect that that will continue into the future that it, 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 which can be okay in parts of your life but when it comes to your money can be very troublesome and costly and it wasn't that long ago when everyone was up in arms about the fact that so few companies were moving from being privately held right where you just have a group of owners to being publicly traded, right, on an exchange. It's a process to go public, and the SPAC thing is, we'll talk oh, about that. Oh, very, it's very a controlled. Yeah, it's a, yeah you it gotta, yeah. you got to give the SEC a lot of stuff. And the, in 1997, in the United States, we had about 8,500, 8,500 publicly traded companies. By 2017, that was down to 4,500. And I can remember the wringing of hands and the worried looks from people about, well, why are so few companies going public. Well, <laughs> again, uh, sometimes you worry about things you don't need to worry about. Last year, we had about 200 companies that went public. This year, there's some somewhere going to be somewhere between three and 350 companies that go public. So the trend is the other way. And it won't surprise you, Don, that uh, 70% of those are SPACs. SPACs. Oh, really? Special purpose Acquisition companies. Acquis Acquisition so this is a company, company where the, you invest in it and they go looking for an idea. And this is, yeah. by it's the way, the like, idea. Hey, give us your it's, money and maybe yeah. we'll do something good with it. Maybe not. Trust and us. They sell them. I mean, it's fascinating to me how they sell them, right? They get Shaquille O'Neal or Serena Williams or Alex Rodriguez or Sierra or, I mean, or whoever, what other big name. And they say, well, they're associated with Billy Bean. The Oakland A's guy. I mean, so they get all these people with big names, and, they, and you're going to say, well, I want to invest with him because he's really smart. And by the way, people that have been successful in one part of their lives can be horrible investors as well. So do not take that. Uh, don't equate the fact that they did well in something that means they're going to be really sharp when it comes to running a great company. Well, so, plus, Tom, come on. You know that they're getting free, they're getting free stock for associating their names with these things. So they, they don't have to be smart. They just have to have a name that's 
they have to be an influencer. So the question is, again, uh, with all these additional companies going public, what should you do? And the answer is, very simply, nothing. Initial public offerings are a lousy investment, and that's even without taking the whole SPAC thing into consideration. Uh, Our friends at Dimensional Funds have done a lot of work about all this, and they wait a long time before they add initial public offering new companies, new publicly traded firms, Two portfolios because there's a peer, a shakeout period where everybody's trying to figure out how this is going to work, what this company is going to look like, all that kind of thing. So there's no reason to rush in. Number two, when you talk about SPACs, they are completely speculative. They are called blank check. How many people do you give a blank check? I don't give anyone a blank check that I know. I don't even give my wife a blank. I might give Don one. But I mean, the point is blank check is a very, it's a nerve wracking term to me when it comes to your money. I wouldn't do it. And then part three of all this is, if you're thinking about it, why? Why do you need to? Is it FOMO? Is it YOLO? I mean, what acronym is driving you to go buy these companies with uh, uh, not uh, knowing uh, much Greedo. about them? It's Greedo. <laughs> Greedo. Greedo. There you go. I mean, so stay away from them. Don't worry about how many companies are publicly traded and certainly do not run out in my mind and invest in any of these for a long, long time. Wow. Wait. And I am just so impressed that we finally got to the point in our relationship where you'll write me a blank check. I didn't say I'd. Yeah, I he have. said he I would. Said did, you, did you hear That's him? True. Did you hear him? He pretty much promised. I'm sure we can edit that yeah. out. Well, sure I know how to edit that out. I will give Don McDonald a blank check. And then it's like a contract. It's like that woman. It's like that woman who made the fake pictures of the cheerleaders to get her exactly. daughter on the yeah. cheerleading. You just fake it. Bingo. Fake it. Just fake it. Yeah, yeah. Right. nothing's real. It, nothing's it real anymore. Account, but I'll write you. I'll write you a very large blank check. It won't be good, but I'll write you a large blank check. Hey, I have an update. I have an update for you. Yeah. Yesterday we were talking. We had the woman with the question about the DSIP at Wells Fargo, which is a a, a stock picking plan where they they pick a group of stocks that they think are going to outperform in the future and pay bigger dividends and whatever. And we were trying to find the fee. Well, it took me this long to find it. I went through almost every Wells Fargo document I could find, and I finally turned this one up. And you're going to love this story, Tom. This document is called the Rap Free Rap Free Rap Free Rap Free Zone. Oh, Rap Free Fee brochure for separately managed accounts at Wells Fargo. And I am going through this thing, and I finally found the DSIP plan. And then I went to the table of contents. Now, if you go to the table of contents of Vestory's disclosure document, we have our fees in one tiny little paragraph on like page four or something. Okay. Or actually it's now Appella. One, one little paragraph, their fee, their fee explanation starts on page four and ends on page 24. They have so that sounds like 20 pages. Pages of fee explanation. And I read through all of that until I found it finally. Then the woman who has this account is not going to like to hear this. She's not going to like hearing this. They charge 2.5% per year. Good Lord. That's what their disclosure document says. Could they charge less? Yes. Are they? Doesn't sound like. And they have a $1,000 minimum annual fee. 
So got to pay him a grand. Got to pay him at least a grand a year, and uh, that's on a fifty thousand dollar account. So that's their minimum. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, really, really stupidly high. It's ridiculous. Now we have a question. We get questions sent in a lot of ways. You can call them in at eight five five nine three five talk and leave it on the answering computer, and we'll get to those. Or you can type it in at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. Or you can speak it in at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. Uh, kind of like, well, here's an example. Hi, Tom and Don. This is Beth from Pennsylvania. I have two questions for you. One is, my husband is 20 years older than me. I am 57. He's 77. He's retired and collects Social Security. He retired at... Um, 65, one year before his full retirement age. I would like to retire at 65. Um, if we have my, I will collect a pension. And between that and his social security, we would be fine until I reach 70 and I could let my social security grow. My first question is if, if he passes away before then, do can I collect any portion of his social security between the ages of me being 65 and 70? To let mine grow. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there and let us answer the first question. This is always confusing because Social Security has many, many rules. Uh, and <laughs> I believe the answer is yes, once you reach yes. your full retirement age. Yeah. When you're dealing with the government and that Social Security, you know it's not going to be easy to figure out. So here, let me go. Let me see if I can remember everything. Let's go through this, Okay. It's really, really, really kind of confusing. If your husband dies before you reach age 60, you cannot draw any survivor benefits. Got to be at least 60 unless you're disabled, I believe. So if you're 60, between 60 and your full retirement age, you get a portion of his benefit between like 70 and 100%, depending on how close you are to FRA. So if he dies between 60 and well, it was like 67-ish for you, uh, you're going to get a percentage of his benefit. Okay. Now, if you're at or above full retirement age, you get the larger of these benefits either 100% of his benefit or 100% of your benefit. You can't get both. You can get his if you're before FRA. After FRA, you can take yours or his, whichever's larger. Um, that's the way I understand it. Pretty sure that's right. I think that is correct, yes. So I think you're in good shape. But I hope he's with us for a very long time. And now we'll get to the second part of the question. And my second question is, almost all of my money is in Roth. Um, it's either in a Roth IRA or a Roth 403B or an after-tax account. I have very little in the pre-tax bucket. And I don't know whether that makes any sense. I'm currently contributing everything to Roth. $26,000 a year to my Roth 403B and $7,000 a year to my Roth IRA. Um, if you need any more details in terms of the money, uh, we currently have about 400 and well, he has about $100,000 put away in his um, retirement plan. 
I have um, about right now about $325,000, only about $20,000 of that is pre-tax. Everything else is Roth. And like I said, all the new stuff is going into Roth. If you need, I didn't know if you need those numbers. Thanks for your help. If your question is, does that sound good? That sounds great. What a bonanza, because with the Roth, you can take the money out anytime you please and not pay any tax. What a wonderful situation. So part two would be, I think you're in a great spot. Um, Obviously, your husband's been drawing on his because if it's pre-tax, then he has to. Um, but with the Roth, I think, I, it, would I continue along the path you are? Yeah, it depends a little bit on your current tax rate, obviously. But uh, but if you've been able to make it work with your taxes as they are today and only uh, uh, taking the money out after you pay tax, I think you're in great shape. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, thanks. That's a great call. But here's one thing, though. There's just a little addition to that because it's good good advice. If you have maxed out your Roth 403 and your Roth IRA contribution limits and you have other money to invest, then by all means, that's when you open that pre-tax bucket or an account and you start trying to put money away in vehicles that have, if you're in a high bracket, some some kind of tax advantage to them. But bear in mind, if you're investing in a growth-oriented vehicle, in a stock-oriented index-style fund, you're not, or ETF particularly, you're not going to have a lot of taxable events along the way. Uh, anything else you want to add, Tom? No, I think that's, a, I think, I, again, I think you're correct on the Social Security. Keep pushing the money into the Roth. Figure out what you want your life to look like after retirement. I think it's a terrific situation. All right. I guess that wraps up another podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of it. And please go out and tell everybody you know, everybody, that this is a podcast they should be listening to. And remember, some of them are shorter, some of them are longer, but none of them take a ton of time. I think our longest podcasts are about 37 minutes. So it's a tiny little chunk of your life to really get better at investing real investing, not that stupid stuff that passes as investing called gambling. So tell a friend, remember to call us at 855-935-TALK. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. Lots of good ones have gone up recently. And we'll talk to you again really soon. I'm Don. That's Tom. We hang out here talking real money. Talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.